who, in your mind, who's the starting other guard? First of all, did you say Obre Jr.? Come on, bro. It's Obre Jr. Man, get it together. First of all, you got to get the names right. Okay. You get your names right say. for all these stats well, you do? first you of all, right? you know, Anthony wants the big, everyone's got the big three. Anthony wants, like, the big ten. <laughs> five. Five would do. Just give me a starting five. What do you, what do you think, like, Okay, you know? okay. All right, stop the shenanigans. <laughs> all of a sudden. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Matter of Stats podcast. Myself, Anthony, Billy, Kobe with you. Guys, what's going on? What's, <laughs> what's happening? Uh, before we get started, I just have to say, you know, since Anthony, you gave us like 4,000 4, things to talk about on tonight's pod, uh, I sadly uh, regret to inform the audience that we've decided to forego Taco Tuesday night. So no tacos for us. We'll be lucky to squeeze in a glass of water tonight. Billy, how you doing? Uh, I'm good. I I did not have tacos tonight. I had salmon, and uh, I'm I'm having a little something a little stronger than water. But yeah, I'm good. You see, you see what you do to us, Anthony. <laughs> well, this I don't understand your guys' problem. This is the best time of the year if you're a sports fan. I mean, you got it all: college football, NFL football, hockey, NBA. Major League Baseball playoffs, soccer. You've got everything right now. This is literally the best time of the year. All right. Well, let's get into it. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here we go. Let's start with some headlines. Uh, the much-anticipated Redeem Team documentary premiered uh, this week on Netflix. Draymond Green is temporarily stepping away from the Warriors for a bit following his altercation last week with Jordan Poole at uh, practice the lakers and president of basketball operations and gm and friend of the family rob palenka agreed <laughs> on a contract extension through 2026 I'm, I'm sorry dude i couldn't hold it in that side before you started <laughs> I, I couldn't hold it in dude. i'm sorry <laughs> In college football, UCLA and USC are both undefeated at 6-0 and for the first time in over 15 years. And expected number one overall pick, Victor Wembanyama, showed off his skills this past week, uh, dominating in two games versus the NBA's G League Ignite team. And those are this week's headlines, gentlemen. Yeah, a lot of good headlines this week, man. This is a far cry from your last couple weeks. So, well, you know, sports, sport, you can't always control sports. You know, sometimes good things happen, sometimes it's a slower week. It, that's just sports and life, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, when, when you're the one choosing the headlines, I mean, you can, you can bake to differ on that. But, well, uh, but I don't, I don't create them from space. I mean, either they happen no, or they but don't. You, you, you get to handpick and pick and choose which ones you want to put on the show. And, you know, we rarely get any input. So we know uh, like... that is not true because <laughs> you personally selected a couple of these. So, yeah, well, I did. And that's why they're great this week. So anyway, uh, Redeem Team, what an awesome documentary. Uh, if you guys haven't checked that out, definitely uh, check it. You know, Kobe once again receiving his flowers. So I loved loved seeing that. Uh, adding to his legacy. Um, yeah, what do you think, Billy, of the Redeemed team? Oh, that was awesome. I, I feel, it, it, to me, it kind of, you know, looking back at it, it felt like almost like a USA basketball, you know, team tribute to Kobe. You know what I mean? 
Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, this is how it all started. And then when Kobe got it, it was like pretty much, you know, 90% Kobe, what he did for the team and stuff like that. It, I loved it. It was awesome. Yeah. I, I know I gave you a little little uh, jab when you did that sigh about Rob, but actually, you know, I, I did the same thing when I got the alert on my phone. So <laughs> you got that sigh, you know, like, oh. I think a lot of people were surprised, and I think a lot of people were surprised that the report stated that they agreed on this like over a month ago, (laughs) but it just wasn't, it just, they were just waiting for the right time to announce it. And after watching, you know, the, the redeem team or not the redeem team, but the Lakers, you know, legacy, and then seeing what they just now did it. To me, it, I, I I don't know. It just didn't add up. But, I mean, you got to give you a chance. We'll see what happens. But right now, I'm, I'm really skeptical about doing that. Again, it just comes down to, has Rob proven that he's worth a three-year extension? That's the question. Well, he won, you, he won you a championship just, you know, a year and a half ago. So, I mean, why not? Yeah. That, okay. that wasn't yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into these topics, man, because we got a lot to cover here. It's going to be a two-hour episode. Hope you guys are ready. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's uh, let's just recap. Uh, you know, Lakers played a, a couple more preseason games uh, over the past week, and uh, I think it's it's better. I think there were some good moments and bad moments. You know, similar to the first game of the preseason. Uh, just want to get what did you guys think of the most recent preseason games, you know, two more games to go, which are supposed to be dress rehearsals, so to speak, according to uh, coach ham. But what'd you guys think of the last week's game, last week's games? Um, I, I thought we, you know, got a little bit of, of everything in, in, in these four games, the first game, you know, we got blown out and it was looking like same old song. Second game, uh, you know, was closer. We made some improvements. Third game, you know, we sit out all our stars and the kids played, and then fourth game, AD dominates and we win the game that we probably should have, you know, or that we were probably expected to lose against the Warriors. So <laughs> not much consistency, really, as you know, as far as the lineups and all that. Uh, probably the only consistent thing was maybe the effort put forth by by the guys. Uh, you know, one of Anthony's two favorite vague, nonspecific words, effort, effort and intensity. He loves those two words because they mean absolutely nothing to him. But, hey. That's uh, that's why we got the eye test, right? You know, and uh, I, I, I like what I saw from a competitive and a hustle standpoint, uh, you know, especially given that it's preseason. So, um, you know, there's some good, good moments. We had some good moments. We had some tough moments. Uh, you know, your boy Matt Ryan probably uh, has a job with the Colts and the Lakers, I guess, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I think I think he put up more points in the game against the Warriors than he did uh, Thursday night against Denver. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, would have liked to at least uh, split these first four games. But, hey, we're one and three right now. What can you do? Billy, what would you see? Um, I like what I saw. You know, like you said, the, the effort and stuff is all there. Um, you know, basically the the last two games, I think, were more of let's see what some of these younger guys got. And, uh, you know, more of a showcase of them just to see what they can do and who we think would be best fit for the roster moving forward um now moving as far as moving forward goes we need to actually put in a rotation you know shooter's gonna be shooters with the team now so um we gotta see you know where he fits in and how he looks with the team um 
you know, Walker just started playing with us, I believe. And uh, so we'll see how that goes. And I like what Nunn's doing. He looks good. Uh, but now moving forward, I want to see more of more of like, OK, what the season rotation is going to start looking like, at least the beginning of the season. You know, Ham's going to change it up a little bit here and there. But uh, I want to get like more of a solid look on, you know, what we're going to be doing to start the season. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the preseason a little up and down. It was nice to get our first preseason win since I think December of 2020 was the last time we won a preseason game. Um, the defense, like you said, it's interesting you said the eye test because I do feel like defensively we look better, even though it doesn't look like it in the box score when you see that we're giving up 115 and 120, you know, points a night in the preseason. But it does it does feel like it looks better, right? It feels different regardless of the the score. Yeah. Um, but it's preseason. There's a lot of mixing, mixing and matching out there. Of course, we played a lot of young, young guys. We played a lot of guys that aren't even going to be on the team. I mean, technically, we played guys that aren't even on the team anymore. Like, they were on the team last week, and they're not on the team today. So you're definitely going to get a lot of that. It'll be interesting to see the last two games because, like I mentioned earlier, um, <clears throat> Darvinham said that these are going to be more of a dress rehearsal. So everybody is expected to play in some capacity, whether it's a quarter or a half. So this might give you a little more of a realistic feel of what to expect rotation wise. Like Billy said, uh, Schroeder is expected to play, um, you know, in the next game against Minnesota. So that'll be nice. Uh, we got to see a little bit of Lonnie Walker. Um, but overall, yeah, I think it definitely looks and feels better than last year. It's nice to see Anthony Davis dominate, uh, you know, Sunday night against the Warriors. He obviously looked really good. Um, and I wanted to I wanted to play a little game with you guys just so far through, you know, through these first preseason games, because obviously shooting and defense are probably the two biggest you know, factors besides health of this Laker team. Are they going to play defense and do they do we have shooters that can make open shots? Last year, the Lakers were one of the um, leading teams in open three-point field goals, but were towards the bottom of obviously, you know, field goal percentage and makes. Yeah. So, make. yeah, makes. Yeah. Um, let's look at three-point shooting so far from the guys that we are going to count on, so to speak, as being shooters on this team, and what they've done so far in the preseason makes attempts and field goal percentage from three. And you tell me if this is realistically expected in the regular season, or this is unexpected and will not happen in the regular season. Here we go. Anthony Davis, four for eight, 50%. Unrealistic. Unrealistic. Okay. Kendrick Nunn, nine of 17, 53%. Unrealistic. Dude, given the minutes he'll probably play, that is realistic. Walker, four for 13, 31%. Realistic. I know you were going to say realistic. Yeah, that's realistic. <laughs> I, yeah, it's a little higher, but yes. Uh, JTA, three of 12, 25%. Realistic. Unrealistic. I think he'll do better. I do. I think he'll do better, too. I agree with Billy. Uh, your boy, Pat Bev, three of eight, 38%. Realistic. That's realistic. Austin Reeves, one for eight, 13%. That's definitely realistic. Uh, I say unrealistic. He can't be that bad. I mean, he was yeah. like, what, 
28, 29, or 30% last year, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I get what Billy's saying. He's not going to be, I don't think he's going to be an elite shooter on this team, but he's got, hopefully, he's got to make more than one out of eight. Uh, LeBron James, three of eight, 38%. That's realistic. Mm-hmm. Realistic. Russ, two of four, 50%. <laughs> uh, I want all the positive vibes for Russ. Realistic. Let's go. <laughs> I would love and just <laughs> and just for fun, he may not even make the team. But our boy Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, nine for 43 percent. If he gets up, I think he can shoot that percentage. Yes. Uh, yeah, I say realistic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously some of the numbers are a little bit skewed, but I'm encouraged. I know Anthony Davis is not going to shoot fifty percent, but if you're going to, this, this is what we want out of Anthony Davis, right? Just give us one or two threes a game. Just, you know, make the defense honest, stretch the floor. That's, that's, that's all we need from Anthony Davis. If he I can, if he can make one or two threes a night, that's perfect. I want him to at least attempt four to five, maybe if possible. Yeah, I think you're right, Billy. He's got to dominate inside. I don't want him out there. To, I don't want him taking six or seven a night, but if he makes one out of three, two out of four, you know, one out of four, two out of five. That's perfect. Perfect. Exactly. Yep. I agree. I, I think we all agree. We're, we're, we're encouraged, you know, by the preseason and we're excited to see these last couple of games and see maybe kind of how a little bit more of a, a Darvin Ham's quote unquote, the rotations look like as we lead up to, you know, next week's, uh, you know, season opener. So, so wait, I have a question. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that was the fun game. Well, he said yeah, he had what's a- wrong with that. <laughs> what's wrong with that? Why is that not? Why is that not fun? What would you? Oh, what, that what, was you, a thrill, what you want to play? Would you want to play truth or dare? What is- truth. I thought there was going to be some kind of you know fun element to that one, but yeah, I mean, we well, said he had a couple, so let's see what happens. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Keep this thrill moving. Okay. I know. I had a nice. I had a perfect little segue, and then you had to ask a question and mess it up. <laughs> As I was going to say, as we, you know, segue into the start of the season, you know, for the Lakers next year, of course, we want to give our infamous uh, predictions of Lakers and the conferences and our MVPs and so forth. So uh, who wants to start first? Which one of you, uh, which one of you fools wants to go first? (laughs) You tell us what we're doing first. (laughs) Uh, okay, you know you guys what? ready? I'll go, I'll go first because I have a little bit of intro here to, before we get into our predictions. You ready? One more game. Get, get ready. Oh God, what do you got? What do you got? Marching band coming on? <laughs> get, get ready to add these bullet points just to, to my list of predictions that I made last season. Are you oh ready? God. Now here's the is thing. This gonna be like your, is this going to be like the post-it notes that Ernie puts on the board for Shaq and Chuck <laughs> when they say like the Blazers are going to win the championship and then six months from now they go to the board and so remember when you said this on October or whatever? Yeah. It's, the- ju- it's, it's just like that, only the reverse. Because watch, look at Last season, I successfully predicted – that Detroit and Orlando would both be 14th and 15th on the East. And I called that exactly. Not only that, I called Detroit's record 23 and 59. So, wow. You, you really went on a limb predicting <laughs> that the Pistons were going to be terrible. 
But he's, he's a genius, Billy. What, what, what are we doing wrong here? We got a genius. These are the I told you so. Uh, That's what I'm saying. It's the opposite of, of uh, you know, Ernie and, Ernie and Chuck. We, exactly. we got a genius on our hands. He predicted Detroit would be terrible. Wow. And, Nobody saw that coming. And talk, talk about and, over here. I think we're, I'm going to turn that over to Kobe now. And I was only off by one game with the Hornets and the Clippers records. And on the West, I had the Mavs in fourth and the Thunder and Rockets in the last two spots as well. So, you know what? You, that's like tell them what you went for that, Billy. That's like, 10, that's like 10 predictions I, I accurately predicted last, last season. We asked for this year, it's not last Great. year. Great. <laughs> Vanna, tell him what he's won. Yeah. All right, cool. So, here we go. My predictions for the East. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run through them here. Number one on the east, Go for it. Bucks. Number two, Philly. Third spot, Miami. Fourth, Brooklyn. Probably no surprises there. I got Boston uh, finishing fifth on the east. Cleveland sixth. Atlanta seventh. And I got the Knicks in eighth. And I got the Bulls and the Hornets fighting it out in the ninth and tenth spots. Uh, so yeah. All right. Okay. Now what? I got to go to my west. We we okay. well, yeah or Billy or yeah or Billy can do his east if you want to play it that way. All right, Billy, what's your east? We, we agree on a couple of spots on the east. I'm a, I'm gonna I I like the Nets roster, so I'm gonna go Nets one, Billy two, Bucks three, Miami four, Boston five, Atlanta six, Bulls seven, Washington eight. Cleveland nine and Knicks. Wow, interesting. You are not high on the uh, Donovan Mitchell Garland backcourt, huh? Mm, I'm, I'm not high on the rest of the roster. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Okay, okay. I will give you my Eastern. Yeah, yeah I'm going to give you my Eastern Conference rankings. Oh, not you know we're all kind of around the same uh, in the same ballpark. I have uh, Bucks first. Sixers second, Nets third, Heat fourth, Cavs fifth, Celtics six, Hawks ninth, the Raptors eight, the Bulls nine, and the Knicks ten. None of you got Washington, huh? Nope, I don't have Washington nor Charlotte. I think the Celtics might struggle a little bit without a coach. Um. And I, I the cap the Cavs were good last year, and I think they just got better. So I still like them in the top. That's why I lowered the Boston to five. That's because of the coaching thing, but they still have that roster, so they're not going to drop more than. Uh, oh I'm, no, you're I'm, right. I mean, I have I have them at six, so we're we're we're, we're right yeah, there. We're all around. Yeah. I'm pretty surprised you guys both got uh, Brooklyn in the, in the top three. Billy, you got them winning the East. That's crazy. They have a solid roster, man. I know, but it's kind of like a fool me once, uh, you know, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you kind of scenario, you know. It's like we're all fooled. We were all fooled last season. And I think it's like, ah, I'm not going to put my eggs in that basket this year. I think it's a different ballgame this year, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, I think you're both right, and I kind of I kind of hedge my bet a little bit. I have them third because to win the East, but I think that they will have a little bit of shenanigans, if you will, some way, some shape or form. That's so why I put him in the middle because I'm like I put him fourth. Yeah, and I'm like, that's, that's you know you don't know what's going to happen. Right, uh, yeah, and I have him third, so we're we're pretty close. Okay, Billy, you want to do your West rankings? Yeah, 
So hold on, hold on. Let's keep it in order. Let's let me go back to my Wes. Oh, I'm fine. All right, jeez. Let's, let's not get all over the place. You know, ah, that's where we struggle gets, oh as a pod. Gosh. We don't we don't we don't stay consistent around here. We just all um, over the place. Uh, there's nothing wrong with Billy going with the West and you guys taking turns. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. Here we go. All right. My West. I got Warriors number one. I got Dallas number two. Memphis Grizzlies number three. I got the Suns at number four. Got the Lakers five. Clippers six. Pelicans seven. Denver eight, Minnesota nine, Houston ten. Wow, wow! Yeah. Uh, I, the West was hard, man. The West was the hard. West East, is hard. East, I'm just su- pretty I'm surprised you have the Clippers that low. You're an underdog in it. The Clippers, Clippers are a heavy favorite, and you have them what six? Well, seven? I had them in, all, in in all fairness, I had them eighth last season. And they finished like eighth or ninth. I mean, you guys had them up high, way high, like fourth or fifth, if I recall from last season. So, you know, I might know a little something here. I gave them a couple extra spots this year. I put them up at six. All right. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm not giving you crap about it. I'm just saying they're, <laughs> they're, they're a heavy favorite. They're a heavy favorite by you know <laughs> the quote unquote experts. So I'm just saying it's interesting that you have them so low. Yeah, I know, but you know, they're they're a they're a a, a what if. As well, you know, who knows what's injury wise, those guys, John Wall, PG, Kawhi, that's that's all 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 NBA injury right there. All all injury NBA team right there. So we'll see. All right. All right. Billy. So I've been toying with a two and three spot on this, but um I got Warriors one, Clippers two, Nuggets three, Suns four, Minnesota five. Lakers six, Pelicans seven, Memphis eight, Dallas nine, and Portland ten. Okay. That's pretty similar to what I've got, actually. Um, my number one is different than <clears throat> both of yours. I I have uh the Nuggets uh as the regular season leaders in the West. I thought I thought about that. <laughs> Uh, I have the Clippers two, the Warriors three, the Grizzlies four. I have the Pelicans and the Lakers tied, but because we'll probably screw something up, the Pelicans will end up with a tiebreaker. So they'll finish fifth and we'll finish sixth. Wow. (laughs) Then I have the Suns at seven, Mavs at eight, Wolves nine, and Blazers ten. So I'm I'm a little high. The Nuggets just strike me as one of those teams that they're really talented. They got a really good roster. They're really deep. They're well coached. They're going to win a lot of games in the regular season, and then they'll be out in the second round of the playoffs. See, I, I and I like the Nuggets too, and uh, you know I, I would have liked to have put them higher, but you know you're talking about Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. who have not played in a whole year. You know, like I don't know. I don't know that I trust that to be that high. First on the West, I don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe well, I, I. I guess you can make a case mid, you know, middle of the pack, but winning the win, I don't know. Here's my here's my thought process. You're going to get those guys back, and yes, they didn't play last year, but Denver was last year without them. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. So if they were able to be, you know, what like the fifth seed or whatever they were last year without them, and you added, you know, KCP, who you know 
is a little better shooter than Will Barton. Um, I do like, I do think Monte, you know, Morris is, is a little better than Ish Smith, but I think they're, you know, they're adding those guys to a team that was already in the middle of the pack. So that's my, that that's my thought process there, but you know, and I like, and I wanted to be a little different. Mm-hmm. And you're not, don't really have much, much confidence in those uh, Phoenix Suns, huh? Put them all the way down at seven. Man. So, yeah, I think, I mean, I think they're going to be good. Again, it's the, here's the thing with the West. I think that you're talking about the difference between the three seed and the seven seeds probably going to be like two games. I have it as five. So, games. yeah. Five you know games. what I mean? So it's like, it sounds like, oh man, the seven seed, they're terrible. I mean, every single team on this list will probably win over 40 games. So yeah. you're, you're, it's going to be a real tough. That's why, like you said, the West is hard and the West is hard because every team in the West is going to win a good amount of games and you might have a really good record and be seventh just because it's the West. Yeah. Speaking of how many, how many wins, um, where do you guys see the Lakers at as far as record goes? Well, so it's funny because I do all the records. So I know we don't really talk about the records, but I did the East and West records. I did the same thing last season. And um, the Lakers record I have at 45 and 37. And the crazy thing was, was that was just kind of like me going based on all the other records on the West. And I was like, I think 45 and 37 sounds about right, um, you know, especially for this team. And then I thought, you know what, since we're going to only talk about the Lakers record, I'm like, let me look up and see what Vegas has them at. Vegas has them at a 45.5 over under, and I have them at 45. Man, am I good or what? I mean, I'm uh, telling you guys, I got the predictions down. Then why I, aren't you rich? Why aren't you, uh, <laughs> why aren't you making any money? Because I'm not like you, Miss Cleo. I, I, don't, I don't call them and predict them 100 years in advance and try to make it seem like, you know. I had all the right answers, you know, it's, it's just that. No, you just tell, you just tell us a year later, look at how right I was. (laughs) You're not the only one that had. Okay. Billy, what do you have the Lakers record at? He's not the only one that had the Lakers at 45. I have have 45 between 45 to 47. (laughs) That's that's it. Okay. (laughs) Oh man. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Cause we can verify that. Billy's got a Billy's got Billy's got the, the the range there. Yeah, I've got him at fifty seven between fifty seven and forty two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I have him a little better than you. I have him at forty eight and thirty four, which again I think that's going to probably be fifth or sixth in the West because the West is so tough. I think forty eight games, that's where you're going to end up. You know, forty eight and thirty four doesn't equal eighty two, right? Yes, it does. Okay, I'm just making sure you knew. <laughs> just trying to, just I'm trying like, to, <laughs> no, no wonder why you don't win any money. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure you're on top of it. Uh, uh, okay, let's move. Let's move to uh, just to keep it simple here. We'll get into our our predictions for MVP and stuff like that. But just to finish the the regular season stuff here uh, for the teams. So, who do we have in the finals? And who do we have winning the finals? Uh, just for fun, I'm going to go Lakers and Bucks in the finals. Even though I got the Lakers the, on the West. But. And the winner, and the winner is, and the winner is the Bucks. Oh, 
hey, you know, last year I said Lakers and, and Brooklyn, and I took the Lakers, and they let me down every which way. So, you know what? We're going to get to the promised land, but the Bucks, yeah, that's that's my argument for them coming in a second here. So, I say Bucks. Well, we were all wrong because the Lakers fooled us all. Billy, what you got? <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, we're, we're Laker fans. We're always going to say Lakers. Yeah, see, we got to be unbiased sometimes, you know? Oh, and I wasn't take us serious. But you just picked the Bucks to win the whole thing. <laughs> I'm just trying to be. I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible. <laughs> I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Lakers, Philly. All right. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. And who's who wins, wins it? it? See now, you guys. <laughs> I don't like. See, the thing is, like, I have a superstition where I don't like jinxing my team. <laughs> want to say who's going to win that's what that's what i'm saying that's then why just I, say lakers no one's going to care <laughs> I, I have a superstition i won't say doesn't want to say lakers all know? right fine okay fine 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 bet, fine, fine. We'll... I don't bet on my teams i'll bet on other teams but i don't bet on my own teams it's just a thing right, sorry I get that. I get that. I, I I get that. I mean, but we're not not a mass. I'm not asking to lay down a, a hundy. I'm just <laughs> just saying, give us your prediction. But fine, whatever. It's fine. We'll 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 give you a pass. Uh, I also like Kobe. Have the Lakers and Bucks in the finals, uh, but I have the Lakers in seven. I believe that uh, the Lakers will do something at the trade deadline to to add shooting or another you know key player or something. I just Maybe I'm just – maybe it's blind faith, but crossing my fingers that I think that we will improve the roster enough to to have a healthy LeBron and AD and make a run at the end. I, I, I bet you guys uh, – we make higher than the Bucks. <laughs> you bet what? I'll bet you guys that Philly makes it over the Bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Philly, Philly's – Philly? Uh, yeah. I did say last season when they when they acquired James Harden, I'm like that's going to be a scary team. I'm obviously they didn't have enough time to put it all together, but they could they could be the they could be the sleeper out on on the East. So we'll see. No, I like I have the Sixers at two. I legit threat. Just obviously Joel Embiid's health is always a concern, so that's why I don't right. I don't see them 100 percent coming out, out the East. You know, but I have them high. I got them at you know I got them at number two. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay, real quick, let's. Uh... You guys, each of you roll through MVP, Coach of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, for me, MVP, I got Giannis. I think he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder from last season. Um, okay. I don't think he, he liked that feeling of being uh, eliminated uh, by Jason Tatum in the second round. So MVP, Giannis. Coach of the Year, Steve Nash. Just kidding. Hey, you have the Nets at like the. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Just kidding. I thought you guys were gonna get a reaction out of you guys. Wow. You guys I was just like, reaction. okay. I was like, okay, whatever. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I guess if that's what you feel, that's what you feel. Yeah. No, no, just kidding. Speaking of kidding, though, my actual coach of the year is who? Kid, Jason Kidd. I think this is the season that that Luca really he breaks out, he gets over that hump. Um, and I think uh, Jason Kidd is instrumental in that. So I got Jason Kidd, uh, Coach of the Year. Rookie of the year. What? I do like that pick. I do like that. Yeah. Rookie of the Year. You guys already know. Come on. Paolo Bancaro. My, my former Duke, my former no, Duke really? Devil. Come on. He's going to have the green light in Orlando. He had a good summer league. 
Magic had a good uh, uh, preseason. He had a good game tonight, too. I don't know if you guys saw. He went like 17-9 and tonight. Uh, so I got Palo all day. Okay. And defensive player of the year, I got Rudy Gobert, as Kendra Perkins would call him. Rudy Gobert. Uh, new situation for him. Fresh start. Um, everybody's talking about uh, your boy uh, Wembenyama, the, the alien, and uh, his shot blocking ability. But I think Gobert is motivated as ever to be like, hey, remember me? You know who I am? Still here. So Rudy Gobert. Defensive right. player Wonderful. of the year. Wonderful. Okay. Really? <laughs> uh, I got my MVP as Embiid. Rookie, of, rookie of the year, Ben Carroll. Defensive player of the year, Giannis. Coach of the year, Mike Malone. Wow. Hmm. It, it's, it's funny because I – my MVP, I was going back. It was that was debating between Embiid and my the guy I ended up going with. I have Steph as MVP. What? <clears throat> I actually believe it or not, I also have Mike Malone as Coach of the Year. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, I have was Rookie of the Year. I think. I think. Unfortunately, Kobe's right. He's probably going to be a hands-on favorite. And uh, Defensive Player of the Year, I got Giannis. Wow, you and yeah, we're right there. Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised. I didn't think anybody was gonna say Mike Malone. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we we expect that from you, Anthony. You put Denver number one on the West. So, I mean, <clears throat> well, yeah, and t- but to me, I always think Coach of the Year is like the kiss of death. Like, you never want to win Coach of the Year because that means that your team's not yeah. gonna win a championship. <laughs> you're, you're eliminated in the first round. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of you know. I'm, it's kind of a double, a double-edged sword there, and I'm, you know, that's my, that's why I, I figure they're going to do it. I'm actually, I'm actually um, to this paper uh, this year. last year. I after we did this pod, I kind of just trashed it, but I'm gonna hold on to this paper and uh, I'm gonna see how this goes. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put it up on the on the whiteboard and uh, we'll figure it out at the end of the season. You know, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna make we're gonna make fun of you know Kobe's predictions later. Okay, before we get out of here, let's uh, let's do our uh, final recap of the last and tenth episode of the Legacy series, uh, which um, just aired over the weekend. The final episode. Um, what did you got? What were you guys' thoughts of it? Uh, I thought I thought it was okay. Again, you know, uh, th- this whole series has been just kind of an average uh, series. Obviously, uh, you know, just again seeing the impact that that Kobe had on everybody and uh, you know how uh, they decided that, you know what, this, this championship, this bubble run is, is for Kobe, you know, and AD hitting the big shot in the bubble and um, just doing all that for Kobe, you know, that, that was uh, for me, obviously the best part of the, of the episode. Um, some of the other, it's, it's amazing to me how they're able to jam uh, three years into <laughs> one hour, you know, cause they, they did, you know, as we were getting closer to the end of the season, I'm like, geez, I'm like, like, is this, is this last episode really going to be the last three years? And, you know, pretty much was, they didn't, I mean, they didn't mention really any of the young guys we traded away, no Lonzo, no Kuzma, no nothing that didn't even get a, get a, a peep from them about that. But um, talked a little bit about the magic stuff. That's funny how the magic stuff kind of popped up again on social media. Like we, like we already didn't know that it was all about, you know, Luke's magic, possibly firing Luke or whatever, but. But yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was, you know, uh, 
an okay there wasn't like a big like bang or finale for me as far as as far as uh the ending you know it fittingly fittingly ended with genie saying hey we're gonna we, we need to get to 18 before boston does you know and that was it so um but i just thought it was okay what do you guys think yeah i mean it was majority of the stuff we just went through you know a couple years ago right with with the luke situation and all that stuff and winning the title and you know on the unfortunate passing of uh, Kobe. Um, that's the only, you know, that's the part that still kind of got to me was people telling their story of where they were and stuff like that when the passing happened and, you know, how they were on the plane and all that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much mostly known information. The only thing that kind of caught me off was the, uh, the daughter that, you know, no one, you know, the family never knew about. Um, you know, again, it, it was a lot of family stuff. Um, you know, it seemed like they kind of reconciled and, uh, hopefully that's true. And hopefully, you know, they're able to, uh, put aside their differences and, and reconcile, not, not for the business side, but just as far as being brothers and sisters and being a family, you know, that's, that's who they have now, you know, they have each other. And I think, um, they hopefully they're able to, you know, keep that going and, and put the business part aside and uh, move on as a family. But yeah, like I said, it, it, you know, nothing we didn't know. So. Um, I had told you guys, it's just, it it was, it was what we expected. It was more of the same. It was of course, obviously fitting that it ended with, you know, Kobe and the last championship. Um, But it's still frustrating to see the magic stuff and the Luke stuff just again to, you know, live through that again, knowing why it kind of all broke apart because, you know, we just didn't have uh, the fundamental direction and everybody on the same page and yeah, you know, not being able to, to get along to make those kind of decisions collectively that were in the best interest of the team at that time. And, and to some extent, you know, people might say that of course is still uh, an ongoing problem today. Um, but at least we did get the Kobe stuff. At least we did get, you know, to see, you know, a little bit of the, the, the basketball in the last championship at the end. Interesting too, the timing on when they put this out and then when the last episode is a week before the season starts, um, that's, you know, and, and how, the, how she ends it with, okay, I just want, we need to get 18 before Boston does. And it's like literally like a week before the season starts. It's, it's, that's a pretty. What do you guys uh, just here? We'll play a fun game. What do you guys give the series on a scale of one to 10? Six. Anthony. Seven. Okay, fine. I'll do (laughs) (laughs) 6.5. I think we're all in that same world. How did I know someone was going to, why did you have to do that? (laughs) 6.5. I give it 6.5 on the. One to well, ten, like, you know, just to give an example, like I would, I would give uh, the Redeem Team documentary movie a ten. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love that. Where, dude, you, I never saw that that side of Coach K. He was just f bombing and and, you know, not in a bad way, not in like a negative way, but he was just, you know, as far as the way he talked and motivated, like you know, one really, you don't really get to see that much of him. He's you know, you see it on the sidelines. We don't know what he's really saying, right? So, you know, it was pretty cool to see that side of Coach K. Yeah, I think I think I would give Redeem Team, actually, I think I would give Redeem Team like a nine 
or nine five, somewhere in there. I would give the last dance a ten. Oh God, just nine five. Just give it a ten. Jesus. Hey man, <laughs> we're 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 in the we're in the uh, sports car grading business here. Nines, nine fives, tens, they all mean something, you know? <laughs> I can't wait. I can't well, wait for uh I can't wait for boxes of hoops next year with uh Victor Wembenyama. You know, boxes of hoops are gonna be a thousand dollars a box. Just wait. You wait, Anthony. Oh, at, at least. Oh, at least. <laughs> But it doesn't matter. They're not going to come out till like 2025. So we were buying, we were buying boxes. Of, we were buying boxes of hoops five years ago for 40, 50 bucks a box. They're going to be up to a grand when, when the alien gets here. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> Billy's like, we're, we're done now. The only guy without a card collection. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that does about wrap it up this week. Another edition of the Matter of Stats podcast. Of course, we thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys checking us out on Twitter, IG, on our uh, YouTube page. And we uh, appreciate the likes and the follows. So keep it up. And we'll be back next week. Somebody go eat some tacos for us. Go Lakers. Peace.